You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The South African Reserve Bank's Monetary Policy Committee has concluded its two-day meeting and it's decided, of course, on monetary policy for the Republic of South Africa. Let's find out what they said with Nazmira Muller, who's the head of SA Investments at 91 in Cape Town. What did they say, Naz? Lindsay, essentially they said that they think that the appropriate stance at this moment is to keep interest rates on hold, that the risks to both the growth outlook and the inflation outlook are reasonably balanced at this point in time. So they think that interest rates are appropriately calibrated for the economy. Well, that's an interesting way to look at it, calibrated. But what is their projection for growth, for example? Obviously, we're coming off a very, very low base in Nasmira, but what is their projection? We had a 7% contraction in growth in 2020. We know that. Stats and State published the data recently. They're expecting the Banned by 3.8% this year. So, probably in the middle of the range of consensus that I've seen. I've seen numbers as low as 2, 2.5, and, and I've seen numbers as high as 5, 5.5. And, and then for next year, they've got a 2.4% increase and 2.5% in 2023. Okay, you said you've seen these numbers, but what about the 91 numbers and the Nazmira Muller numbers? What do you think for 2021 when it comes to gross domestic product? We've got a slightly growth forecast for 2021 than the Reserve Bank has. And the reasons for that are that we're concerned about the electricity constraint biting as the economy starts to pick up. Um, and also that the expansion and disposable income growth that you would expect this year from last year is lower than expected as job losses start to be felt in the economy. What about inflation? The other side of the comment that you made earlier on, you explained the growth, the GDP, but what about inflation? It's very low at the moment. It's 2.9%. That was the latest CPI uh, print. If it starts to pick up, does that become a concern for the Reserve Bank? Or is it because it's well within the range of 3 to 6%, in fact, just below at the moment? Uh, but if it starts to pick up again and projections start to pick up, does that also become a meaningful factor? I think the Reserve Bank is well aware that the current level of inflation is particularly low and that has something to do with base effects from last year. It also has to do with the fact that oil price was very low for a period last year. So their projections have inflation heading towards 4.9% in the second quarter, settling back to 4.6% in the beginning of next year. So I think as long as the inflation outlook remains around 4.5%, we're okay. So that pickup is expected. The question is, if it picks up more than um, 4.5% on a sustainable basis, that's when the Reserve Bank would get worried. Do you get worried when you see the South African 10-year bond? I'm just looking at it now as we pre-record this podcast. It's now 9.49%, was 9.63% a couple of days ago. And you look at the US 10-year bond yield, which was 1.75% a week ago. Do you worry that the market will drive interest rates not higher, but certainly not going lower. Is that a factor? Do markets dictate to the South African Reserve Bank what they should do with real interest rates? I don't think markets dictate it in terms of the forward outlook for South African interest rates. I think there are other markets that have an impact. I think there are two primarily, and they're both interlinked. One is if global real rates start to head higher. So you start to see um, markets expecting U.S. Fed funds rate to head higher and they start pricing that into U.S. bond yields. Um, so the global real rate starts heading higher. I think that then starts to feed into um, the real rate that South Africa needs. And um, associated with that is the currency. 
So if global real rates are heading higher and South Africa is um, keeping them unsustainably low, then you would likely see the currency weakening. And then we know there's li- there's a expected impact on inflation, which would worry the sub. What worries you? Does the third potential, potential, this is the key word, potential third wave of the COVID-19 start to impact South Africa? Do you think that that is a worry for the economy, for every man and woman in the street, and also for the South African Reserve Bank? Because it seems to me, as you as you go into winter, this could be a reality. Um, I am concerned about a third wave, but I think a third wave is very likely. I think everyone knows it's very likely. The question is, what's the quantum of that third wave? Is it worse than the second wave we had, which was pretty steep, um, but relatively short-lived? So I I do have some concern about that. But, Lindsay, to be honest, my concerns are longer term. Mm. Um, I think the Reserve Bank is committed to keeping interest rates at um, at the current level for as long as possible. They're not going to rush any decision on that score. But the concern that they keep highlighting is the lack of structural reform in the economy. So we keep talking about this on so many times that you and I have a conversation, but we are still not seeing enough progress in terms of the structural reform South Africa needs. For example, in terms of electricity and the renewables, I know the Minister of Minerals and Energy released the round five, opened the round five bids, but um, and unless we see a substantial acceleration in that process, we see um, an adjudication coming quite quickly to taking bids in, in the next three months and then a quick adjudication, um, it's not going to actually solve anything in the next two or three years. And, you- and that's the problem. There there aren't the reforms in government. And then we keep focusing on monetary policy as the solution when monetary policy is a cyclical mechanism, not a structural mechanism. Yes, and monetary policy has been ring-fenced, and it it should be ring-fenced, of course. It manages the level of the rand. It manages the price of money in South Africa. And as I said, it's ring-fenced. But on the other hand, as you quite rightly said, we've spoken about this over over a number of years. But given the, I suppose, relatively progressive stance of the Ramaphosa regime, it still sounds to me as though you're a little bit frustrated about the fact that the government and fiscal policy is not marrying itself to monetary policy. I think fiscal policy, as it was sketched out in the February budget, is aligned to monetary policy. I think you have a treasury that is trying to constrain spending, to rein in the budget deficit. So I'm I'm not as concerned about fiscal policy, at least from what the budget demonstrates, um, as I have been in the past. What I'm concerned about is execution on the structural reforms, which the Ramaphosa government has been very good at explaining, but very poor at executing. On that note, we'll leave it. Nazmira Muller, thank you very much for your time. Nazmira Muller is the head of SA Investments at 91 in Cape Town. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organisation, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.